Well, 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 welcome to another episode of the Fearless Parody Podcast Show. You know, parody doesn't come with a manual. It either does parody a child, preteen, or teenager. In fact, parody is very scary. It can cause every parent out there to be fearful, me included. The goal, the purpose of this podcast is to provide you with information and resources that help you overcome family life struggles difficulties and challenges and to be able to parent fearlessly. So every week we provide information and resources to help grow your parental leadership while growing the leadership of your child, preteen, or teenager. In short, we are here to help you and your children become the best versions of yourselves. So get ready and dive right in to today's episode. Okay, we're out. A little dramatic pause right there. So we'll <clears throat> we'll go into this next segment. Wow, some of the stuff that you had been through, Kim. Wow, you know. Yeah. Uh, but that that point uh, about stressing how your child knew that they had the freedom to come to you in an adverse situation because a lot of child's like, I'm not going to tell my parents that I was at a party where you know there was this that or the other going on. Yours know that. Uh, you know, hey, you show up. My parents used to tell me, said, don't go to jail for nobody. Right. Uh, they kind of told me the same thing. And I, I would tell people, if I go to jail, you ain't coming in there with me. You're not going to knock on the police door and say, hey, you got my friend, but you didn't get me. And so, right. <laughs> and they ain't going to come in there and sit with you. So that's not really your friend. They're not willing yes. to go through the experience. That's not really your friend. And so that's the conversation my parents had with me. So it, it helped me out. But yeah, we'll be ready to go here again in three, two, one. Well, all right, moms, dads, and guardians, we're back for another episode of Fearlessly Parody. I have back with me my special guest, Kim Keen. Kim's experience as that mom, an educator and a certified life coach, have given her the perspective, knowledge, and skills that allow her to understand the causes of the struggles while equally sympathizing with the reasons why moms react the way that they do. So without any further ado, once again, here's Kim King. Kim, thank you for being back with me. Uh, you, you brought up some difficult topics the last time and, and off mic, you and I were talking about once again, that freedom or, or, creating that that environment where your children feel free to come to you with things and empowering them with with uh, knowledge and how to get themselves through certain situations without getting tripped up in them. But for right now, what I like to uh, talk to you about is you know some commonly held beliefs, about tween and teen behaviors that you agree with and, and, and those things that you don't agree with. Uh, because if we have a false perspective of what's going on with our children, we can act in ways that is not productive nor will help our children out. So why don't you touch on that? Yeah, so I think the the commonly held belief about tween and teen behavior problems, when people see 
children in that age bracket acting out, they think they're just bad kids. They're the black sheep, you know, they're rebellious. And so it skews our perspective of what's going on. And it takes away, um, it takes away our, our mindset around the fact that they're developing into who they are. And it's like their brains aren't fully formed. They're trying to process all of these experiences. And, and so when we have this perspective of, oh, rebellious, black sheep, they're just bad, it actually takes, it puts the focus on the behavior of the kid and it takes the focus off of what's really going on. And so I think that's, those are the common things that I think really hold us back from fully understanding the behavior that some of the tweens and teens exhibit. It's because we have the wrong perspective about it. And then it doesn't allow us to show up to help them in a way that's actually serving for them. Yes, yes. I, I Wow. She's sitting up here saying this, and I'm just throwing big thumbs up because she's absolutely right. You know, uh, Kim, that reminds me of a story. I, I had a young man. Uh, he was helping me out. Uh, I was teaching a group of boys how to do backpacking and how to operate a camp stove. Uh, and so I said, well, because I knew he knew how to do it. I showed mm -hmm. him how to do it. He's demonstrated to me he knew how to do it. So I said, I tell you what, take this group of kids and demonstrate how to set off this, uh, how to light this backpacking stove and boil some water. So I stepped out for a moment. And the next thing you know, I hear fire alarms going off. And what he does is he lit that thing in the classroom. He knew oh, to go yeah. outside. He knew to go outside. Now, Kim, he wasn't being bad. There was no maliciousness mm -hmm. in that. He was not trying to purposely be disobedient or, or destructive or anything. Nothing got destroyed or anything. It was a simple mistake. Yeah. He just didn't think it through. Mm -hmm. And with tweens and teenagers, that's what you're dealing with sometimes. It's not necessarily that they're bad. They just haven't thought things through. So you need to help them yes. think through things. Yes. And I think when we label them as rebellious, bad, black sheep, you know, nothing nice. Um, it makes it more about us and less about them. And so then we're not really focusing on um, how to help them. We're more focusing on our feelings about the situation. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because you can't, you can't focus on them if your eyes are on you. Okay. Right. <laughs> You got to take your eyes off yourself and you got to focus on them. I love that kill. Yeah. And it's, it's that they, that sometimes they really need our, they need our help. They just don't know how to communicate it or they don't want to admit like he was like, yes, I know how to do this, but he didn't want to admit to you or it didn't even cross his mind to, to clarify with you what you were asking of him. He just was like, yep, I know I'm going to do it. And he's going to be so proud of me. And then it was like, you know, a mistake. But oftentimes we get frustrated because I think there's pressure on us as parents that if our children are making a bad choice, then it's like, oh, my God, what are people going to say about us? What are people going to think about us as the parent or the adult? And that's the last thing we want is to be judged or criticized based on our child's behavior. Yeah. And, and, you, and you know what? That's probably more than I could have done there. I could have said, OK, so I know you know how to do it, but just walk me through it real quick. How you go? kick this off. Hey, go start this off. Yeah. So I'm going to do this, this, and this. And say, Whoa, wait a minute. 
I didn't hear you say anything about going outside. You right. Know, I, I remember a mentor telling me about a lady who told him a story. She told her daughter to go mail a letter at the post office. And she gave her the letter. And so she went to the post office, went to the drop box, threw it off in there. She gets back and mom asked her, so uh, did you? Do- oh, yeah, mom, I took care of that. And she said, well, did you go inside and put a stamp on it? Uh, no, was I supposed to do that? Sometimes we just, before we set them free and we go to wind them, we winding them up to go do a task, just have them walk us through it. See what they'll do. And and so have them tell us how they're going to do it and then watch them do it to make sure they know how to do it and then set them free to do it. (laughs) Yes, yes. So I used to be a kindergarten teacher, and that was the whole focus of how I ran my classroom. I'll show you first, then we'll do it together, and then you can do it on your own. So that way I knew that my little munchkins would be set up for success. And then I could really see like if they understood or if they needed more guidance, because we took it through a step-by-step process. But I think sometimes we get so caught up in all the things that we have to do as an adult. And when the kid says, oh, I can do it, or you've seen them do it before, maybe once, and it went okay. You're like, yep, they can do it. And then you send them on their way um, without realizing that maybe they need a little bit more support or guidance. Mm-hmm. And you know, Kim, our truck, our car, we'll do some preventive maintenance on it. You yeah. know, okay, we'll, we'll change the tires, we'll change the oil. Uh, tweeds and teens, as well as children, they need a little preventive maintenance. Every once in a while, you got to go spot check some things, make sure things are going all right. Yes. You, you just can't let it flow. Sometimes you just got to check under the hood, make sure that things are going okay. And if they are, praise them for the things that are going well and, and re, refocus them on the things that are not going well. Say, hey, I know that you're going to get that. Let's do a little refocus over here and go forward. Yeah. You know, so we, that's just something we got to do as parents. Uh, Kim, if you don't mind, uh, Help me out here. Okay, girls talk. I'm a guy. All right. There are things that my wife knows. Uh, I would never be able to train my daughter to be a woman of God. You know, not like my wife can because she's experienced that and I will never experience that. I can come alongside of her. I can aid her. I can be supportive, but I'm not as equipped to do that as my wife is. So, but, so help this uh, retired peace officer uh, understand girls talk. Yes. So it's an empowerment program that I created for girls. So growing up, I was in Girl Scouts and I loved Girl Scouts, but um, the reason I ended up in this relationship with the high school boyfriend is because I had low self-esteem. I didn't feel comfortable in my own skin and I didn't know how to communicate. I, you know, I knew what an unhealthy relationship was. And I, ironically, I always swore like, I will never let anyone treat me badly. And then I ended up in a situation where I allowed it to happen. So um, schools aren't always open to talking about domestic violence in high school. So I figured, how can I get into the schools and work with the girls in a way that will benefit them before they even get to the situation where I was in? And so I really thought about all the things that I needed growing up and I put them into a program so that I can get into the schools and give the girls the tools that they need. So how, uh, tell us a little bit more about it and how specifically it can help preteen and teenage girls. 
Yeah. So it's, it really teaches them to understand themselves first and really focuses on prioritizing themselves. And Mm. so it focuses on skills like self-esteem, how to foster it, what to do when it's maybe uh, not as high as it could be, Uh, personal identity, really standing strong in who you are as a person, Uh, communicating, understand the different types of communication. There's, you know, body language, verbal communication, non-written communication, understanding all of that and, you know, facial expressions, and then also understanding healthy friendships, because um, the younger girls in first through sixth grade, they might not be, well, first graders, they say they have little boyfriends, but it's not like high school relationships, (laughs) but they have little, their friendships. And there are times where the girls are mean to each other in friendships, and they settle for that. They don't understand that that's not an okay thing, even when the friendship is two people of the same gender. And so really helping them to understand like what what does a healthy friendship look like? What is bullying? Because I think on some level we overuse the term bullying as well. And so okay. having them really understand what is bullying. When you are bullied, what do you do? If you see a friend being bullied, what do you do? So giving them the tools and the understanding so that way they they're not blindsided when they get to be 15 or 16 in high school like I was. So, you know, what works at the kindergarten level works here so far as it uh, telling them, it, it, it showing them, and then allowing them to be able to demonstrate that in their lives. And I love the fact that you're teaching them to love themselves, to respect themselves, and, and to have self-esteem. You know, it's kind of hard to love anything else or respect anyone else if at first it does not start within yourself. Yes. It's all empty and it's all vague. Uh, And I think what you're talking about there is critical, Kim. Yeah. And so I really, the goal is like, I was always looking for external validation from others to say that I, you know, I was worthy of love. I was beautiful. I was, you know, whatever. I was always looking for that from someone else. And so I want them to understand how to validate themselves and how to meet their own needs um, and that they don't have to rely on other people for those things. Um, that it, it should come from themselves first. And then if you get it from other people, it's an added bonus. But when yep. we were relying on other people, it takes our power away and it puts us in a position to be at the mercy of others. So I don't, you know, I mm-hmm. want them to be strong and confident and know what their own power is so that they're not seeking that from other people. Because then I think it puts us in a position um, not of to be weak, but it puts us in a position to be taken advantage of. Yeah, because you got to know who you are mm-hmm. and appreciate and love who you are. So if you want to chart a course, you know, what they learned in the Navy, you know, you, you got to have at least two points. So you got to have a point of origin and then you got to know where you're going. But first you got to have that point of origin. You need to know who you are. And that starts out by loving yourself. And there's nothing wrong with loving yourself. It's not selfish. Mm-hmm. It's not wrong. You can't pour love into somebody else if you don't love yourself. Yes. And that's what I really want them to understand um, with the program. 
And so we do it in a way, so it's really life coaching for kids. They just don't know that it's life coaching for kids. So we do it in a fun way with group activities. Uh, Like they write their own skits and they act them out. And we do journaling activities and we do crafts and we read girl empowerment books. And so I really do it in a way that's fun. And that's where um, tapping into my kindergarten teaching background is super helpful because um, as the having a teaching background and having taught graduate level college students, to be teachers. I understand the components of a lesson plan. I understand how to meet the needs of a learner in a way that works for them. So it's, it really gives me the best of both worlds. It allows me to use my life coach brain, but it also allows me to use my teaching brain. Well, moms and dads, uh, once again, she's given us a lot of good points, uh, things that I've gathered from this particular episode is the need to uh, love oneself and the need for our young ladies, our girls, to know that they are valued, that they're loved. And to do that, they may be, you know, they may need to be coached. Uh, I know that there were things my dad told me that uh, my role ranger leader told me the same thing. And I heard it there. It was the exact same thing. So, Kim, tell my moms and dads, where can they find you? Because you're somebody that's willing to come alongside of a parent and help their daughter become the best version of themselves. So tell us, where can they find you out there and and give you the opportunity to come alongside of them? Yeah, so I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I've just started tapping into TikTok a little bit. Um, All of my social handles are the same. It's Kim V as in Victoria Keen, Kim V Keen. So that's the handle you'll use for Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all of the platforms. And then also my website is kimkeen.com. Well, moms and dads, uh, once again, I'm going to have all of these contact points where you can find her in the podcast description. I want to encourage you, highly encourage you to go to our podcast description and you're going to find these links. All you have to do is click. A boob, you go find Kim in bright lily color there on the World Wide Web, in Instagram. And I know she says she's uh, dipping her toe into TikTok. I haven't gone there yet, but hey, blessings on you for stepping into that role. Maybe one day I'll get there, but <laughs> we've reached the end of this particular episode. Kim, you've been an outstanding guest. Thank you so very much for being on the Fearless Parody Podcast. Yes, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure chatting. Oh, yes. you've. Uh, I think that my parents are going to get a lot out of this, and I think that there are going to be many, many a girl and young woman that will also be blessed by some of the things that you had to say today and in the last episode. So, moms and dads, as we reach the end of this episode, I want to encourage you to always go out there and try to be the best version of yourself. And until next time, God bless. Well, that concludes another awesome episode. Please, please check out the podcast description where you'll find links to family and parenting resources. And I want to thank you, moms, dads, and guardians, for listening to today's Fearless Parenting Podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed today's show and that it added value to you and your family. And I want to leave you with something that was once said by two-time Nobel Prize recipient Marie Curie, who once said that nothing in life is to be feared. It's only to be understood. 
Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. That is why we have this show, to help you understand more about parenting so that you can fear less. So I want to challenge you, like I always do, to go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless.